Welcome to Pastor's Chat today. We're looking at Psalm chapter 2, and we're seeing how first it compares to Psalm chapter 1. As we talked yesterday, Psalm 1, we believe, possibly was either written by Ezra the a prophet and uh, lived in the day of Nehemiah uh, after the exile and coming back and rebuilding the walls of Jerusalem or is possibly also written by David. We're not really sure because it doesn't give us the title. Uh, Spurgeon believes David wrote both these Psalms so you have a difference of opinions from a lot of different uh, commentators and teachers and preachers of the word. But uh, we know Psalm 2, it appears, was written by David. And uh, it was on the occasion of Nathan the prophet who was given him the promise of the messianic kingdom. And so you see that in this psalm. Uh, we actually referred to this psalm when we were studying the book of Revelation where God gets the final word. In the end, he has the final word despite what the people of the nations, the leaders of the nations do. God has the final word. And we see that definitely in this psalm. And so we see some contrast as we look at Psalm 1 and 2 though. Remember Psalm 1 was a personal psalm where Psalm 2 was very national and deal with nations and also focused on prophecy. And uh, we mentioned how the people in Psalm 1 delighted in the law, but the people in Psalm 2, they defy and rebel against the law of God. Psalm 1 begins with a beatitude, where Psalm 2 ends with a beatitude. Psalm 1 is never quoted, interestingly, never quoted in the New Testament, while Psalm 2 is quoted or alluded to at least 18 times more than any other single psalm. And the reason we believe that David wrote this psalm, because when he was when uh, Peter was quoting from this psalm in uh, psalm, Acts chapter 4 verse 25, he mentioned that David wrote this psalm. And so we believe it probably grew out of the events that are described in 2 Samuel chapter 5 verses 17 through 25, chapter 8 verses 1 through 14, and chapter 10, 1 through 19. So this psalm too uh, is very national and very prophetic and also some call this a messianic psalm. Now, can you remember this psalm, and I uh, said it, but I'll say it again, this psalm is quoted over 18 times in the New Testament, more than any other single psalm. How interesting is that? It's a messianic psalm. It, it's a song of a psalm about Christ the perfect man, and he is the king of kings. And uh, as we saw that the Jews were being blessed, especially in Psalm chapter 1. Psalm chapter 2 presents the judgment of God on the Gentile nations. And so we see it happening in Psalm 2. Now, here, the test of a Messianic Psalm is very important, is the fact that it is quoted in the New Testament as referring to Jesus. For instance, Luke chapter 24, verse 27 and 44. And so a Messianic Psalm, these are Psalms like Psalm 22 that describes in detail the death of Jesus Christ on the cross of Calvary. Psalm 24, the king coming again and entering to the gates of Jerusalem. And so Psalm 23, in the fact that it's a shepherd psalm, but Jesus is that shepherd. And so you see many of these psalms that stand out as messianic psalms. There's no detail. There's no uh, 
question about the fact that they're messianic. And so we see Psalm 2 is what would be considered one of the messianic psalms. But also we're told that it's a royal psalm. It refers to the coronation of a Jewish king and then the rebellion of Vashal nations that hope to gain their freedom. They don't want to be under the rule of the righteous king. They want their freedom to do their abominations and to do whatever they want to do. And so we uh, see this in this psalm, and we'll definitely get a chance to look at it. Now, uh, something we see also in the psalm is divided into four sections, three verses each, and in these four sections, we have four voices. We hear God speaking. Uh, in some psalms, we see, but in other psalms, we feel. But in this psalm, we hear because it gives us the record of four voices, and we'll be looking at that over the next few days. Well, God bless you. Thank you for again being part of our study through Psalms. I hope you're encouraged and you're comforted and uh, you're motivated to live for Jesus. God bless and have a wonderful, wonderful day.